the Weekly, weekly feed. feed. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, it is time once again for another episode of the Weekly Feed. In fact, how about a whole hour of only the biggest of new songs? How about cuts from San Fermin, Death Cab for Cutie, Gang of Four, Glenn Hansard, The Twilight Said, and Bjork? And to sweeten the deal, Paolo Nutini's here, as is Gerard Cosloy. So get comfortable, let us soothe and swoon you with the futuristic sounds of the present, well, kind of the past, and the wordy narrative of Mountain Goats. In fact, instead of horror movies, John Darnell has changed his focus to professional wrestling for his latest album, Beat the Champ. Our first listen is a catchy tribute to his childhood hero, the legend of Chavo Guerrero, on the weekly feed. Born down in El Paso, where the tumbleweeds blow, to the middleweight champ of all Mexico. Dad fought many bloody battles, and he raised four sons. Chavo was the oldest one, old man gory could pop like a live grenade. Raised his boys in the way of the trade, Hector and Mondo. Young Eddie G, Chavo meant the most to me. Look high, it's my last hope. Chavo Guerrero, coming off the top rope. He came from Texas seeking fortune and fame. Rose pretty quickly to the top of the game. Defender of the downtrodden, king of the hill. Tag team champion with Almadril Before a black and white TV In the middle of the night I'm lying on the floor I'm bathed in blue light The telecast's in Spanish I can understand some And I need justice in my life Here it comes Look high Is my last hope Run for the hills, run. 
San Fermin is back with Jack Rabbit on the weekly feed. It's definitely the most pop song we've heard from the Ellis Ludwig Leone led collective after their uh, epic debut. You'll be able to find this one on the album also called Jack Rabbit, April 21st. So, who's ready for new Death Cab for Cutie? Now, a three piece after the departure of longtime producer slash guitarist slash co songwriter Chris Walla, though he's still featured on this disc, uh, Ben Gibbard is finding himself in new territory. Luckily, with this first single, we get lots of familiar sounds. Welcome back, guys. Here is Black Sun on the weekly feed. There is whiskey in the water And there is death upon the vine There is fear in the eyes of your father And there is yours and there is mine There's a desert veiled in pavements And there's a city of seven hills And all our debris flows 
to the ocean to meet again I hope it will how could something so fair be so cruel when this black sun is coming from within 
already heard one new cut from the upcoming Gang of Four record, What Happens Next? And just like it, England's In My Bones also features Alison Mosshart on vocals. You can dig the full on March 2nd. And the artist Let's before that with Emeralds. You may know him as a member of Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, out now with his debut solo record, which was produced by his buddy Marcus Mumford. Hold fast on February 17th. Paolo Nutini going to be joining me next, and I've got new tracks from Bjork and The Twilight Sad. The Weekly, weekly Feed. feed. This is Mike Mills from R.E.M., and you are listening to The Weekly Feed. Glenn Hansard's first fan letter he ever wrote as a budding musician was to Jason Molina, the man behind Songs Ohio and Magnolia Electric Company, who we lost in 2013. The two would eventually become close friends doing a split EP and touring together from time to time. Hansard decided to do his own tribute with an EP of Molina covers titled It Was Triumph We Once Proposed. From it, being in love on The Weekly Feed. The heart 
What's left after that's all gone? I hope to never learn. But if you stick with me, you can help me. I'm sure we'll find new things to burn. 'Cause we are proof that the heart. Is a risky fuel to burn. Strawberry songs. Never heard it coming, thought he's just another woman with a shotgun in her hand. She's a bass, she's a beat, she's a rhythm, she's the band. And the girl so fine, makes you wanna scream hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sly hands, spinning wax like silk. Like spider milk, and I never had the warning when I woke up in the morning with my sunshine on a drip. But she's my rock, she's my bud, she's the key to she's the trip. And the girl so fine, makes you wanna scream hallelujah.
My featured guest, that's Paolo Nutini with Scream on the weekly feed. His new record, Caustic Love, was his first after the Scottish musician took some time off to reboot. And I caught up with him at the ACL Fest to get the goods on the comeback. You can see the full video at theweeklyfeed.org. The Weekly Feed. The Weekly Feed. This is Paolo Nutini. Hey. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Welcome back. Easy, yeah. It's good to see you. I know there's been a lot of talk about you're kind of disappearing for a few years there. Yeah. Going into yourself, almost into the proverbial woods. Oh, coming out. <laughs> coming out of yourself. Coming out of myself. Yeah. I'd went a bit too far into myself. That was the problem. And then you had to come out. And that's that's kind of the story. You, you, you kind of just brush music aside. Uh, I, I read something that uh, one part of it was you needed to learn how to be a human, learn how to be and, and to do things so you could survive. Well, I think it was learning how to you know, work with my hands, you know, do more things than practical things. I mean, I could, you know, do songs. I had, I had, I had my skills, you know, but yeah. no, none of them would, would, would help me. You know, I was trying to think. If about, the apocalypse came. Well, yeah. <laughs> And that's the extreme, but even imagine that, you know, one day I was lucky enough to have a family, you know, I thought, what can I teach the kid, you know? What can I teach my So, so what do you know now that you did? What can you do now that you're really proud of? Can you build a table yet? Things. Yeah, I don't, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a better cook. Yeah. Well, you're already I, ahead of me if you can even get a little bit. You know? I can fix the odd things in my house, you yeah. know? Something breaks down, I can fix it. So no more musician jokes at this point. Like you're at least a bit self-sufficient. So that's good. Well, you know, it helps. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, we can congratulate you on all these musical sales, but there, there is the real congratulation. Like <laughs> uh, I did read that though, once you started working on the record and everything, it took a long time. I guess from point A to the end. Was it like mental roadblocks? Was it just searching in the dark? You know, it was. There was no agenda. There was no. There was no like. It's not like we clocked on, clocked off. It was, we know, it was arguable whether we were actually going to release a record at all until the last sort of last hurdle when we, I mean, we'd had about 50 songs in front of our face, yeah. you know. And then it was like, okay, so what are we going to do something? And now, and then all of a sudden this this atmosphere came along this record, it formed, and I thought, well, you know, this is this sounds like an album. You know, rather than just a bunch of songs. Did you ever have a, a, a fear that maybe you were gone too long? You gotta hope that the music. The, you know, I don't think I've ever had like a sort of loop or a. I've never had my moment of where I was like on my style. I don't think I've ever really been a part of a specific style. So I don't think I was part of any kind of trend or movement that was tame or gone. Right. So you know, it was it was up to the music, and and you know, I'm sure that if I'd have kept on going. Could maybe be different, you know. But you got you got to do what you have to do. But you were on the train for burnout there, from, from what I gather. You got to you got to do what you have to do, man. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. else you can't, because either you got to get your head around it and change your mindset and get happy, or else you got to bloody change it, fix it. Don't just keep doing stuff, shows, charge people to come to your shows while you're just complaining about it the whole time. A weekly feed. Paolo Nutini live from backstage at ACL Fest. More of that video is up at theweeklyfeed.org. And from his latest LP, Caustic Love, here is Let Me Down Easy on The Weekly Feed. Let me down easy Though your love for me is gone Let me down easy Since you feel to stay Broken by 
Now, we weren't supposed to get a new Bjork album until the spring, but after an unfortunate leak, the Icelandic avant-garde artist rushed it out, which, you know, makes us fans happy that we get it now. It's being touted as a heartbreak album, with that single Stone Milker as one of the saddest Bjork songs ever written. Volnacura is out now. And the Twilight Sad, before that with Airports, that one's a B-side of their newest single, I Could Give You All That You Don't Want, which will get a 7-inch pressing on February 10th. Oh, but there's still more. Sean Cannon has Gerard Cosloy to guest DJ next, and will debut Colleen Green. Sean Cannon, why don't you give us a scoop on your guest DJ this week? The weekly, weekly feed. During Fun 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 Fest late last year, I had a chance to sit down with Gerard Cosloy, one of the guys behind two of the most influential record labels of the last 30 years. That's Homestead Records, and then later on Matador Records, where he's still an owner. In fact, uh, one of the things we talked about was how he uh, transitioned from Homestead into Matador, and uh, well, that's where things pick up. I was also helping out Chris Lombardi, who <laughs> just, started, just started Matador at the time. And I was helping him with some contract stuff. You know, we needed sim- simple, basic contracts for P&D deals with bands. Yeah. Um, kind of nudged him in the direction of a few bands that ended up on Matador very early on. And about a month, a couple of months into it, Chris said, well, why don't, why don't we do this together? <laughs> why, don't we, why, don't, why don't you join up and do this? And I'm like, well, how much money can you, can you pay me? And, and Chris said, "Well, write, 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 the, the, write, write a figure down on the piece of paper what you're looking for." And I, I wrote a, a figure down on a piece of paper and I pushed it o- over to Chris. And he said, "I didn't say I had that money." 
I, I didn't. I just wanted to see what you were going to write on the <laughs> on the piece of paper. So, so what? I, if, if it's impolite to ask, but what was that number? Oh, you remember? It was, it was somewhere in the like eleven or twelve figures. It okay. was somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, of course. Somewhere. You need at least forty-five million dollars a year to do that. Uh, absolutely. I or, get it. Or, or, or 250 bucks a week. Yeah, one whichever, or the other. Whichever is lower. <laughs> Let me do the math on that. I'll get back to you. I'm not entirely sure which one. So, but, so that was a pretty relatively seamless transition in that sense then. It, I don't know if it was seamless, but uh, the, the thing that was great about it in the early, day, early days of Matador, uh, keep in mind, we didn't really have staff to speak of at that point. Right. Um, was that although we... You know, we didn't have much in the way of resources at the time. Uh, we were we were actually putting more money into those records than Homestead was at the same time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were spending more money on packaging, spending more money on recording, spending more money on advertising than Homestead was. So immediately, it felt like an upgrade to a lot of the bands, um, and it was a supportive environment. I mean, although it wasn't a big company, Homestead wasn't a big company. Right. Homestead, Homestead was always one guy or two guys yeah. over and over and over again. And the fact that Matador was at least owned by people that didn't hate the bands, and you know weren't, weren't looking to screw them or right. ignore them until until eternity, um, that made a big difference as well. The fact that the bands knew that if they worked with us, they were working with people who were fans of theirs and cared about them, and respected their point of view. And I mean, the early contracts I think reflected that. The contracts were very—I uh, don't even want to say artist-friendly because that 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 suggest that you should have any other kind of contract. Right, right. But I mean, the contracts not only were extremely limited in what Matador's rights were to those sound recordings, but they also specified what Matador's responsibilities were. Yeah. Not just what the artist's responsibilities were, but what we had to do in order to keep those records. And, and that's um, not always a common thing. No, it's not. In and, record and, labels. And it's, it's not, it certainly isn't a common thing today. Yeah, well, even, even less so today. Because I don't, I don't think we have contracts like that now. The <laughs> <laughs> And here's a track from one of those records that Gerard Cosloy and Matador is talking about. It's Pavement on the Weekly Feed with Summer Babe, Winter Version.
Colleen Green from her upcoming I Want to Grow Up LP with TV here on the weekly feed. And that's the end of the hour for us. You can head to theweeklyfeed.org to find more episodes and interviews. The Weekly Feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. Stacy Owen is the executive director, Brad Yost, technical engineer. You can find Sean Cannon over at SoundCloud at FPK After Dark, where you can hear more of his interview with Gerard Cosloy. We get extra assistance from WFPK's Laura Shine. Our video feed series plays weekly on Salon.com, this week featuring Paolo Nutini. It's directed, filmed, and edited by Cool World Visual Creations. I'm your host. You can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. We'll see you same time next week when Benjamin Booker and Cass McCombs is our guest. Till then, be good. Thank you.